Well, bless God. Welcome to Word Time. This is Coach Shelby with Coach for Christ. And I had a word this week, and I still have a word, because the word is Jesus Christ. He's the word that became flesh. He walked among men. He jumped up on a cross. He died for your sin and my sin before you were ever even a thought, before the creation of the world. I said from the foundation of the world, before the foundation of the world, the Lamb of God was determined to be slain. When the life was breathed into Adam, Jesus Christ was as good as crucified, for this was the only sacrifice that the Father would receive on yours and my behalf, my brother and sister. How much do you owe him? Well, praise God to deny yourself. Pick up your cross. He's already done his, his work. God's already done his work. It's over. It's finished. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. Now it's time for you and I, my brother and sister, to do the work that God has called us to. And I think somebody said, amen, praise God. Again, welcome to Word Time. This is Coach Shelby, and it's early Saturday morning down here at the cabin, amen. And I wanted to get a word out before I got busy with today's activities of what God is doing, what God is saying, the word that's upon my heart. And many of you received the message that they want flesh. Well, they do want flesh. And let me help you a little bit. So do you and I, hallelujah. It is a day-to-day war. It is a struggle. The Bible says that the spirit wars against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. Or you can turn it right around. It's the flesh that wars against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And many times, my brother and sister, this is the exact evidence because there are so many Christians. And I said Christians. Yes, I did. That struggle with their walk with the Lord because they begin to doubt. Satan begins to plant the seed of doubt of, of their salvation experience to whether it was even real or not because of the struggle that I just mentioned because of the war, when yet the war is the evidence of the presence of God. Have you heard what I just said? I said the war is the present, is the evidence of the presence of God. My God, hallelujah to the Lamb. You know, I was reading in Mark chapter 14, and in Mark chapter 14, the Bible says that, that uh, Jesus asked his disciples, he said, who do men say that I am? And, of course, Peter says, uh, you are the Christ. You're the son of the living God. And I believe if you want to turn there with me real quick, this wasn't the plan. But, but again, I have to allow the Holy Ghost this morning to do what the Holy Spirit does, for he's in charge. I said he's in charge. Amen. And so he said, who do men say that I am? And Peter fires right back and says, you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. And Jesus turns and calls him by his full name, Simon Bar-Jonah. Blessed art thou, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this to you, but my Father, which art in heaven. Hallelujah. He knew, Peter knew that Jesus was the Son of God. And I'm going to paraphrase this, but I encourage you to go back and read in the book of Mark in chapter 14. Read, read the whole chapter and continue on, if you will. But he said that you are the Christ. This was revealed by the Spirit of the living God, even the Holy Ghost at that time. And he said, you are the Son of God. And he said, you know, Jesus goes on putting it in terms that you understand. Yes, I am the Son of God. And it's upon this rock, upon this faith in me, upon the faith in Jesus Christ, the one who was there when Adam was created, the one who breathed life into Adam and said, live, knowing that I would be slain from the foundation of the world at the creation of humanity. God has revealed himself to you. 
He has revealed it. You see, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I am the word that has become flesh. Yes, I am God. Blessed art thou, Peter, my God, for God has given you a revelation. Praise the Lamb of God. And Jesus goes on and he begins to speak of what is to come, his crucifixion, for that is the reason why he came the first time. Did you hear what I said? That's the reason why Jesus came the first time. He came the first time to die. He came as a docile lamb to jump up on a cross, to embrace his cross, that he would pay a sin debt that he did not owe, that the commandment of God, that you and I, every single person who's living has broken, that Jesus came to fulfill and pay the penalty that you and I owed in the bowels of hell. Jesus came to do it. This same God begins to speak of the crucifixion that is to take place. And Jesus, Jesus, as he's standing there, Peter's quick, and he reminds me of many of you, possibly even myself. 